2: Hey, friends. Hey, welcome, welcome back to the show. It's Nikayla here. And today I am back with an update episode with Sharice Jones. She is the CEO of Sassy Jones, the colorful fashion and beauty brand that changes women's lives and confidence through style. Now, Sharice was in the guest chair back in 2021, episode 166. We will link to that. Definitely go check it out. And she has shared how she has grown Sassy Jones. So just a few fun, hard, hidden facts about Sassy Jones and Sharice. Under her leadership and vision, the brand has stunned the business and fashion worlds, having reached a 24th spot on the Inc. 5000 list and been named by Forbes as one of the top 25 small businesses that thrived during the pandemic. Sharice has also been recognized as the 2021 Ernst & Young Entrepreneur of the Year, as a Tory Birch Foundation Fellow, and as a winner of HSN's The Big Find. Most recently, the Today Show covered her story on scaling the brand over 12,000% in just three years with zero investors while raising twin boys. Cerise had so much wisdom to share and I loved our conversation. So let's get right into it. Well, Sharice, welcome, welcome back to the guest chair. I'm so happy to have you and thank you for making the time. Absolutely, Nakela. So delighted to be here and to catch up with you. I'm excited. Likewise. It's been a while. And by the way, guys, be sure to check us out on YouTube because Sharice just looks stunning as always. Aww. And you just, <laughs> you got to see us in action. Okay. So let's, let's um catch everyone up. So if you don't know, I'll link to Sharice's original episode, but Sharice, as you know, is the CEO of Sassy Jones. So I noticed you describe Sassy Jones as the colorful fashion and beauty brand that changes women's lives and confidence through style. I think that is so unique that you say that. You don't say accessories. You don't say lifestyle products. You Mm. talk about the impact. Why is that?
3: Impact has always been the my why. Nikayla. Like even when I think about before entrepreneurship, when it was a side hustle for me, like and when I was working my corporate gig and I would do these interviews and all these different jobs, just trying to find who I am and what I'm gonna do in the world. And so they would always ask me, like, you know, why do you want this job or what do you want to do? And my answer was always, I want to make a difference. So for me, it's always been about impact. So fast forward Mm -hmm. to starting a brand, it's like I would much rather leave a legacy of changing lives versus a legacy of, you know, revenue or a legacy of, um, you know, how many employees I had or or any of that silly stuff that does not matter on your deathbed. None of it does, right? But it's the, the lives that you change and the stories that people can share about the impact that you've had on them along the way. So for me, that's the intangible currency. That's the KPI that you can't count.
2: You know. Yes. And when we spoke, you were primarily online. So now you have a physical store. Talk to us about that. How did it come to be and where is it? So it's in Short Pump Town Center, which is uh, in Richmond, Virginia.
3: It's about 20 minutes from our warehouse. And so we're exclusively e-com, but this place is kind of like a very fancy warehouse, right? And so, because our products have always sat in a warehouse because we ship for a living. But Mm -hmm. I came across the opportunity for retail and I'm like, you know what? Our customers need what I call a sanctuary. You know, Mm -hmm. our thriving community just needs a place to be able to experience the feels, to see it, to touch it, smell it, you know, and then try to dream or realize what you think it looks like online, what it actually is in person. And so the retail physical part of our brand actually humanizes the digital experience, you know, because you can't replace the human connection at all, you know? And so that's what the retail is for us. Um, I also find that they tend to spend more in the store. Okay. Yeah. You know, and then they do online because e-com is so competitive you know, yeah. cause you're gunning for what I call digital real estate. So people mm-hmm. are just like scrolling on the phone and you just have to be able to stop them somehow. You know what I mean? In yep. this busy, busy world. So that's mm-hmm. a huge undertaking. But with the retail store, um, it's more of a tangible experience. So that's why we went for it, and we want more, 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 more.
2: You're so right about that because when you go to a store, I mean, who has ever walked into Zara and left with the one thing they went for? Right? Girl, who has please. ever w- walked into Sassy <laughs> Jones? <laughs> and just as, as soon as you see that thing, right? That's why the stores have the stuff at the checkout and (laughs) we always hear the bad parts about physical, right? Like overhead and all this other stuff. But you just brought in that element that I forgot about. Now, is overhead a pain? Are there some pains that come along with having a physical store? Yeah, sure, Nakela. But here's
3: the thing. The way that we do e-com, it is way yeah. more expensive to run an e-commerce
2: business. Really? <laughs> uh, yeah, <and> <laughs> Educate is, me. Educate yeah, me. I Why is it's that? It's the
3: biggest myth in the world. Because, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. To Take us personally. 40 okay. full-time employees just for mm-hmm. e com. There's a warehouse, mm-hmm. there's client experience, there's marketing, all these things we do in-house. We don't farm out any of this stuff, right? And, okay. so, and there's the design floor. And so there's the staffing, there's the payroll, right? Just mm-hmm. to run a website. Then the upkeep, a website is a 24 hour a day business, right? Mm-hmm. If something crashes, if something goes wrong, then things get crazy. Also, we launch our product and we design pretty close to fast fashion. We're launching okay. two new arrivals per week. That is oh. a lot of work, right? That's a lot of design work. That's a lot of product iteration. That's a lot mm-hmm. of writing product descriptions. That's a lot of copy. That's a lot of emails. That's a lot, you okay. know what I mean? So I see, that's a lot of I text see, messages, right? So the okay. volume, there's just more to do. There's more widgets right. Um, digitally, right? Got and it. then because it's so competitive to do business digitally, you have paid ads, right? That's that's a way more, you know, and so there's that. Oh, and then the rent for the warehouses. Right. And so we have two warehouses. You have to Mm -hmm. pay for a place for your people to come to work and, you know, for the products to be housed now. Okay, you have a little store, a little tiny store, you know, (laughs) which really doesn't cost us anything additional because we already have the products in-house, you know, so we Uh just hang them up on pretty white hangers and have the decor, you know, spectacular. Um, But we're just paying rent and Mm. for three employees, there ain't no money, you know, um, in in our, you know what I mean? So, yeah. And then our e-com customers visit the store so we don't have to advertise the store like we do e-com
2: oh right right okay so the e-coms that are local and can come to the Mm -hmm. store
3: and then the ones that are not local like they fly in to come to the store just for the expense yeah like we have more fly-ins than we do local Uh, you know and you don't need many of them a day you may need four in-store customers a day and that's it you know to do really well and so that's why
2: And so one of the things you've done really well is scale without investors. Talk to us about how you did that. What was the process? Oh my gosh. The process is still processing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's always in process. It's always
3: in process. So backing up to starting this brand, I sold a car. That would be what you would consider my first level of investment. And so when I wanted to um, like kind of go full force in this thing, I didn't have a whole bunch of money to do it, but I was like, I had this car that was paid off. So mm-hmm. I just sold it. And then that's how I got money to buy a product and also do my first marketing of it, which was a trade show. And so okay. did that fast forward, just continued to, Oh, my second round of investment was when I saved all my money from my maternity leave, Right. And so what I thought that I would go back to work when I was pregnant but I was like, in case I'm not sure, I'm just going to save all of my money and still be working the business on the side. So I would have both okay. nest eggs. And I decided to ditch the job and then just go full force with the brand. So I had that kind of a nest egg, right? Okay. Um, and then I flipped that into a tour. And the tour was when I was in the minivan driving to all these various states doing these trade shows everywhere, right? And so Mm -hmm. the money that I would make from that, I flipped that into e-com because I couldn't continue to be on the road um, so long. As a new mom, as you can understand, I had twins. You know, that was excessive. And so I just had to pivot the business. And we've been continuing to do that and operating by cash, like, you know, we have a credit card, American Express that we pay off at the mm-hmm. end of each month and we have zero investors. I don't even know how to pitch this brand, you know, <laughs> and so, you know, so by the grace of God and just, right. um, and also being very, very niche and very, mm-hmm. very um, sticky, you know, mm-hmm. we've been able to amass a very high repeat customer rate which keeps us, you know, not meeting investors.
2: And what do you mean by sticky for those who don't understand?
3: So we have a, I don't like to use the word cult. Like I despise when I hear that, (laughs) but we have a very, um, I like to say sticky. It means that we are unmissable, right? When you encounter one of our products, it's memorable. If you see a woman in Sassy Jones, you tend to not forget her or your head might turn, you know? And so, it's that kind of, um, that kind of experience that we sell. And when the customer gets a piece of it, she wants more and more and more, and then she becomes a collector. Right. Uh. Um, and it works well because we release so frequently. You know, new Mm -hmm. arrivals, and we serve her in as many areas as we can in her life, you know, from beauty to home decor now to clothing to accessories, handbags. So um, we are her one-stop shop, and she trusts our quality and our aesthetic. So that's what I mean by sticky.
2: And the brand loyalty is amazing when it comes to Sassy Jones. When we spoke last, you talked about the weekly live parties you would have on Facebook, I believe it was. Do you still do that? And if not, then what have you transitioned into doing?
3: Okay, so that is the equivalent of my talk show. That's the equivalent oh,
2: of... Yes, yes.
3: <laughs> so yeah, so it's called Sparkle Party. And oh. um, now we're doing it twice a week. Yeah. So we're definitely still doing it so much oh, so nice. that we're doing it way more frequently. Because all it is, it's our um, way of playing like QVC or HSN, you know? Yes, and so yes. we are just sharing the new arrivals via livestream in mm-hmm. a very fun way. And so, uh, yeah, still doing it and still loving it and still having tons of fun with it, you know, and our customers look forward to that. That's kind of like their gathering spot too, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's as important to them. And so,
2: and they get to see the new items there too. So it's kind of like they, they're looking forward to that. Yeah. I love that you make it look so easy. So many people try to replicate that (laughs) like, and we're like, oh no, this is, this is a lot of work. (laughs) This is is hard. You look so seamless, so (laughs) relaxed. You're, you know, it's like you're built for this. So (laughs) how do you you maintain the steam, the stamina to, to keep on doing that? I know how to
3: rest. Okay, I was. It was so crazy. You asked me that question because I was talking to my mom this morning, and she was like, "You know the difference with you. The reason that you can keep doing what you're doing is because you know how to take a beat and just sit down. Mm-hmm. And, Nikayla, when I rest, I rest hard. I'm talking about like not getting dressed. I ain't washing my tail. Yeah. Like, I, like I'm just <laughs> it's trifling. Letting the kids run around napping. Yeah. And just, you know, we just we out. We I, think, we not I might know how to
2: rest too. Yeah, I think you know. I might know how to rest too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. it's an
3: art of not caring Mm -hmm. but you still know that everything's going to be okay that kind of rest where you can still physically allow your mind and your body to relax and in conjunction you're not worried about what's coming next or what's around the corner it's just like I'm gonna put a period on today tomorrow's Uh trouble will be enough of their own you know and so for now and that's the only Along with my spirituality, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I believe in God. My faith is very, very strong. I have to talk to Jesus the first thing every Mm. morning when my feet hit the ground and my meditation practice, and then just my hunger for more endorphins and dopamine. Mm. Um, So I like to exercise. And um, that is my energetic recipe and just keeping a lot of BS out, a lot of nonsense You know, Mm -hmm. no gossip, no little vibrating conversations. And so those are the things that help to keep me going. But it is not easy. I don't want to fool anyone and just, I get that, you know, myself and the brand, we kind of make it look easy. Yeah. Um, but behind the scenes, there's blood, there's sweat, there's tears. They're staying up until oh, yes. 2 and 3 a.m. Um, just last Friday, because something broke on the website. And my husband's a president of the company. And um, two of our directors just up on the phone at one forty-five a.m. fixing stuff, you know? And so those yeah. are the things that people don't see but it takes a lot to do this, but we definitely make it look pretty.
2: Oh, yes. You recently were featured by the Today Show on how you've scaled the brand over. It says 12,000% in just three years. Wait, it's been more than that now. When did you actually launch? We've been in business for 10 years. Oh, okay. That was how aggressive it was. Yeah. Yeah. So
3: like the first two to three years, I was like, kind of like a side hustle, right? I was still Mm -hmm, working. mm -hmm. I got the business license and then I actually went full force when I had my children.
2: And that's like the opposite of what most would expect. But you went full force after you had the children. Why do you think that was? You know, I think,
3: you know, you're a new mom and it's amazing how the kids have a way of motivating you and just like Mm -hmm. making you feel like you were made for so much more. And I always had a vision of how I wanted their lifestyle to be. Oh,
0: and like, yes, I always yes. thought
3: about if one of them fell down on a playground and bust their head wide open to the white meat, and like, and I didn't <laughs> want to have
2: to see Like, these are the things that got to my mind. And, I, you so know, and not having to bed. ask her, <laughs> a, a,
3: a, yeah. not having to ask the boss to leave and like she go get to... my kid because they yes. bust their head open to the white meat. You know what I mean? Right, right, so right, right. We, That was my motivation, the lifestyle for us to be able to just wake up one day and look at each other and say, you want to go to Myrtle Beach today for the week? Let's go. Mm -hmm. You know, and so it was just that was the attraction for when I had them. I think that was a difference maker between it just being me and then Mm -hmm. now with the family.
2: Yeah, for sure. ia 100, a 1000% agree with you and have felt that since becoming a mom. Before it was just like, oh, I don't want to ask my boss for vacation. I want to go. But since becoming a mom, it's like, wait, I don't think this country is really built for people to be able to work and be there for their kids in the way that I need to be there for my child right. and now children. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I will do whatever it takes, you know, to make sure that I continue to thrive in business because like the type of involvement I want to have and the type of responsibility that I now have, I have a different motivation. You're so right about that.
3: Mm-hmm. We can't be playing around. It's why life is, no,
2: why yeah. on it? And, and we've had experiences where people make you feel bad for needing to go take care of your kid. And it's like, I know. <laughs> oh,
3: you're so right. Okay. Yeah. That's a fun story. All mm-hmm. right. So um there's this organization that I'm a part of that is an amazing organization, right? Okay. Um, it's called YPO, and it's for the top one percent of CEOs. I think the minimum entry is now 15 million in revenue, right? Okay. And so needless to say, there's not a lot of women in this organization, mm-hmm. specifically not a lot of Black people and definitely not a lot of Black women, right?
2: Wow. And yes. so um,
3: they have events, host events all around the world internationally. And I was talking to one of the members yesterday and just giving, offering some unique perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Because as a man, they yeah. are able to, especially at their earning potential yeah. at the earning level they're able to just drop everything get on a flight and go yeah. and have a beer and have a, a drink here and go everywhere right yep. because nine times out of ten at their level there's a wife home or someone in a female body typically that is managing mm-hmm. home whether it's children or yes. home. but as female you know yeah. and also as female being the ceo that is a very interesting dynamic, especially me working oh, yes. with my husband. Yeah, And yeah. so um, you're right. It takes some work to get them to understand, but our priority is usually our family. And I am right. so proud of that, you know, and yeah, I don't buy, too. you know, to your point, I don't buy anyone trying to make us feel guilty. You know, we raised the world. And so yeah. where would you be without, you know, a strong woman?
2: Exactly. We're going to transition a little bit now to talk about you originally saw for Sassy Jones. And what do you see now as far as where do you want to build the company to?
3: So this is a lovely question. So right now it was very different from what I wanted. What I thought Sassy Jones would be was a brand where we sort of had franchises or we had consultants Mm. where people could sell the jewelry, you know, but we have morphed. And now it's going to be a very, very strong econ brand, but we will also have stores all around the globe. And that is my sole focus. We will have wow. these hubs for community style sanctuaries all around the world oh. where you can come and find the unique trinkets, you know, that really defines who you are in your style journey. And
2: so that's what we're going to do. And that's the focal point. I can picture that. That is so beautiful. And I love the word, the phrase style sanctuary. I love that. I can picture that. And I'm very excited for what you're building. You know, you are a marketing icon for me. And so I want to get back to the marketing piece a little bit, because again, there are things that you do that, not that they're easy, but that when others try to replicate it, you know, we come up against like, why is this so hard or why can't I sustain this level of interaction with my community on a consistent basis. What are some tips that you can offer in addition to resting, but what are some tips that you can offer to build in a regular marketing practice in your business that feels good?
3: I would say the first thing before you get into any strategy is to not judge Mm -hmm. yourself.
1: Mm -hmm. So
3: marketing is a creative process and it's a free flowing process, just like water, right? And so it's super important to not start with the end in mind, which is so backwards from what the world tells you. It's so, because they're like, set the big hairy goal. Exactly. And they're quote unquote
2: marketers who tell you to do this end goal in mind. So I love that you're stating that. Okay, don't let me cut you off now. Hold that thought. No, but that's what it is. And for me, every time I've done that, I've
3: experienced incredibly, soul crushing defeat, right? Yes. And so it's good to have a goal, but you shouldn't hang your whole life's work on it so much so that when you don't meet it or when something doesn't go as planned, God is in control of all of this. We just own loaned time, you know, that's it, (laughs) you know? So the first thing is to not judge yourself in your creative process, just Right. Whatever it is that you want to do, just let it flow, right? Whatever that looks like, yes. whatever it is, if it's a billboard, yes. whatever your marketing idea is, the next yep. thing that I would say is to plan, right? Mm-hmm. So what our marketing looks like is a playbook. We have about a 12 okay. tab spreadsheet on Google Sheets and yeah. it pretty much outlies every single piece of copy that is going to be on social media. It outlines every single piece of copy that is going to be on a text message What the text message. Assets are going to look like um, how we're turning the website over for the week. What's going to go where on the pages. It's all very intentional. It's super succinct Mm -hmm. and it is very well planned out. So Mm -hmm. I would say at first when you don't judge yourself, okay, just let yourself do whatever you need to do. But then when you get into a place of deciding, you get into planning, right? And so um, after planning, I would say it has to be relentless execution, relentless to the point where you're doing it for discipline, not for Mm -hmm. results, right? Mm -hmm. You're just getting in a groove of showing up however many times, if you're posting four or five times a day, twice a day, once a day, whatever it is. Doing that and not looking for no claps, no praises, no revenue, no dollars. You're doing it for the discipline muscle. Your ROI Mm -hmm. in that is growing this discipline muscle so that you can check the box that you showed up for today. And I promise you the money will rain down. I promise you, right? And so that would be the next thing, just continually showing up. When I was doing Sparkle Party, and I've been doing this, what, for six years now? You don't think I get Mm -hmm. tired, Michaela? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, at now we, back then it was just jewelry. Now we have clothes. I'm literally changing clothes. Like sometimes eight different times within 30 yeah. minutes on live stream
0: wow. in,
3: fr- <laughs> in front of people while still talking and holding the audience. Attention. You know yeah. That's some fancy footwork mentally, mm-hmm. physically, stamina wise, all of it. Right. So my point is it's super normal to get tired, you know, yeah. And it's super normal to feel like you want to throw in a towel and give up. All of that is super, super normal. But you also have to keep into perspective, like what you're doing and what you're after is so abnormal. Mm. So you can't execute normally anyway. Right. Right. You after some Goliath, you after some skyscraper, like stratosphere level stuff. So you talking about, you, know, you talking about, oh, it ain't work after three months and I'm, gi- I'm giving up because it don't work. <laughs> Girl, stop.
2: <laughs> yep. Yep. You know, it's so pers- quiet. Listen,
3: Preachin. perspective is so important. It's just like, even in our fatigue and in our, whatever we're dealing with, it's just like, yeah. just take a step back and. Understand and give yourself praise for what you are accomplishing, what you are actually doing. And it may not have materialized in the way that you want it to yet, but you, I can guarantee you're changing lives, right? Right. You're adding joy and you are, you're being faithful to yourself and to your dreams. Mm -hmm. Because for me, if it's like, if I fail, I'm living all the life out of my body or straight out of Mm -hmm. my body. Right. And so it's like, I just want to know that I gave it my all. So execution is so important. And that's the most important yes. part of the marketing
1: tech. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role.
2: Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash banking for business to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024. That was a word. That was a sermon. That was everything I needed personally Mm -hmm. because there are moments when Although I know this and I, well, not know this, like everything you just said, but although I know about the discipline muscle, because it obviously got me here. There are yeah. times when you, once you've, you know, gotten a certain place where it's not as easy to do something without looking at the numbers because yeah. you get to a place where that's what you look at, you know, Yeah, and you have to get back into that creative space. And then there are times that I get into that creative space, but I still because these apps have also trained us to do this. I'm still like checking. And I hate that because that interrupts the creative free flowing process that got me here to begin with. Yep. It's so true. Oh my gosh. And
3: how we are conditioned to believe that that is our validity. Yes. What? What? (laughs) You know, but it's, it's, (laughs) it's, it's it's crazy, but that is how we are, how we're trained now, you Mm -hmm. know? And if at all possible, like me and Kayla, I have to have my phone. I have to put time restrictions on my apps. Like, I have to catch myself in the second. It is a millisecond by millisecond process Mm -hmm. to be like, nope, okay, this is not your work. It's fun to check the stats on Instagram and, you know, and check the revenue and just making sure that you're on track. But me personally, I've developed a practice where I don't check revenue until when I was really good at this, like last year at my peak, I wouldn't check them until the end of the day or the end of the week. Right. Okay. But now I'm like, Because 2023 was way different, right? So now I'm like, (laughs) I'm checking at the end of the day. But my husband, he's like, every hour. (laughs) hour. He he wakes up checking the bank account. I'm like, you're a crazy person. (laughs) You know? (laughs) (laughs) Like, as soon as he wakes up, he's logging in a bank account. I'm like, bruh. You know? but we ain't got
2: nothing else to fall back on. So I'm grateful for that, right. you know? Yes, so yes, we we gonna burn yes, all yes. the boats. It's, so, but it's like I, I you, gotta, you do the dance, but I know, but I appreciate that again because that was an important reminder and also confirmation that what I've been thinking about doing, I'm on the right track because yes, there are times that I just want to create and it's not going to make sense to anybody else. They're going to say, well, hey, why is she doing that? Isn't she a podcaster? Doesn't she talk about side hustles? But it's because I have a vision I don't know where it's going yet, but you know how you receive something on your heart and there's a reason for it, but you don't know what it is. Yeah. I get a lot of that creatively and I'm sure you do too.
3: Yeah. And that's the good thing about it. Like we just got to learn to listen to it, to respect that voice and like execute and just give it life, give it some energy, give it some go, And it's going to be amazing because we always get so caught up in the how, like, uh-huh. how are we going to get it done? We didn't yeah. want to start strategizing right. and, like, Where's mapping we're it
2: out. How are we going to measure this if yeah. this is successful? If we should still spend time on it. Listen, <laughs> What's wrong with that? Listen, it was... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Listen. You talked about the size of your team. That's also yeah. really impressive. Um. But you also say a lot about, you know, keeping it in-house. Do you mean in-house is also with as far as who you hire? Like, what's your approach to growing your team? Yeah. So for us, it has to be a
3: really, really good culture fit. And typically, Mm -hmm. like what we do now is we'll do attempt to hire. So we will bring you in a series of interviews and like in the warehouse, we'll take you on a tour. We'll let you Mm -hmm. do like a demo day just to Mm -hmm. make sure that this is where you want to be. You know, right. and then we'll get to the 90 day mark and we'll decide if we're right for one another. Right. Okay. And that's just before we get too far deep in it. Um mm-hmm. I'll also do internships before I offer a position, you know, mm-hmm. because resumes and interviews are cute. They're so adorable. <laughs> this... They're the cutest darn thing in the world. Right. Right? The
2: represent- yeah, the meeting the representatives. So cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the equivalent of someone's like their IG
3: profile in some <laughs> situations. It's like right, this right. is this is what you want to show. Mm -hmm. but let's see what you are really made of. And so the only way that I can know is by experiencing your work and collaborating and working with you. And so Mm -hmm. for me, that will look like, I'll give you a project if you really want it. If you say you have a job, you'll take a day off. You'll come in the office. You'll complete the project. I'll watch your working style, you know, and the right person, because now we have so many applicants who are like, well, I'm not going to come and give you my work for free. Da, 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 da. I'm like, but the right spirit, the right person knows mm-hmm. that this is an investment and they're confident. in yeah. What they offer will get them what right. they want. Right? right. Instead of worrying about giving something away for free. The world is abundant and unlimited. What are you saying? Yes.
2: <laughs> what are you saying? But well, you know, I have seen that mentality too. And like, I get where it comes from, but if you're starting some relationship with all this animosity, like if we can't trust each other in the interview process, hey. we don't, we're not meant to work together. <laughs> if right. there's all this, like you about to steal my, no, no, let's just go our separate ways. Cause there you go. if you go, there if you're you like go. this about that, but yeah, people have trust issues. People have trust yeah. issues for sure. You
3: can definitely just by that, that interaction. Mm-hmm. You can tell how it's gonna end up turning out. Yes, you know exactly.
2: you because know it's there, end up
3: turning out. You do because there is not just the professional aspect of it. You yeah. have to make sure that the whoever you're working with is emotionally well.
2: Yes. Right?
3: Yes. It's also yes. that you have to have an emotionally mm-hmm. healthy person that you're working with. Otherwise there could be control issues or Mm -hmm. ego issues or um, narcissistic tendencies or, you know, like all of these. So in this whole examination of like the internship Mm -hmm. that we're talking about, I'm watching Mm -hmm. all of that. I'm watching how you receive because how you receive is equally important as to how you give, Right. right? How you execute that project. You know, Mm -hmm. so all of that matters in our hiring process. And we find that the ones that stay around the longest are usually self-starters. You know, they're usually entrepreneurial to a point where they want the covering, but they still Mm -hmm. want to do their own thing. You know, Mm -hmm. and a lot of our people, they like the covering of not having to foot the bill.
2: Right?
3: <laughs> right but we allow them the freedom to creatively express and to pitch okay. ideas and to without having to worry about how to pay their mortgage you know what i mean and mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. those are the kinds of fits that typically work best for us and they don't have to be experienced they just have mm-hmm. to be they have to have a certain spirit where they're mm-hmm. willing you know where they're a yeah. self-starter very independent just like, for example, someone that works at Wendy's who is an amazing burger flipper nine times mm-hmm. out, and who smiles at the drive through window would make an amazing chipper. Mm. Even though they're not and experienced. Why is that? It's because of their, what I call the piece work rate, right? Okay. And so if you can flip and flip and flip and serve and serve and serve and work in that hot kitchen with a smile on your face, you can for sure come here in this good AC and pack mm-hmm. some boxes while we listen to trap music all day. you know and so there's some transferable skills um especially in the operations part of our business that just work well you don't have to be experienced you know you just have to have a good spirit
2: That's really helpful. I mean, not everyone, I know some of us, we, sometimes you just want to get someone, right? And it's not like you're rushing, but Mm -hmm. maybe not everyone has the leverage right now where they can have an internship first. Or if someone's like, hey, either you hire, like I'm not, you know, wanting this test period. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you have to grow into that until your company becomes that, but still you can have a 90 day, everyone can have a 90 day window and put that in your employment agreement that if it's not working out, we'll just have to go our separate ways because after that interview, you're still learning the person and you're still showing and proving when you're the employee.
3: Yeah. And then also just think about you as the employer, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, you're not who you're going to ultimately end up being either. Mm. You know, and so you are just as much as you're uh, using it for you know judging the other person, yeah. or you know, us too, and our leadership skills, and our training yes. ability, and all of yes. that. You know, and it's like we're gonna grow, and that really brings humility to the entire situation. Like yeah. we're gonna grow together. I yes. am today not the leader or CEO, or whoever that I will be in five years, and oh, you're not goodness. the person you're gonna be in five years. So let's grow wow. together, yes. and. Some of our biggest and brightest players came in the door with zero experience. Nikayla, we for real for a whole bunch of nobodies, like <laughs> a, none of us graduate college. You know, like my husband is not experienced in what he's doing. I am certainly not, I'm a self-taught designer. I just have mm-hmm. billion dollar ideas and I have a <laughs> work ethic that, you know, that is crazy. My best friend is our marketing director. She has zero experience in what she's doing today zero yeah. she's a whole team you know and you got to give people a chance too mm-hmm. and as long as they have the right attitude the right that like we talk about the spirit just the right yeah. like they want to learn that's right. all i need because you can't teach you can't buy loyalty you can't buy that
2: oh no no yeah oh i love that you stated that and that just brings me also to this idea that you need all this to start your business or you need, oh, let me go back and get this certification and let me go back and, you know, go to school for XYZ and there's nothing wrong with school. You know, I'm a schooled out person, but (laughs) at some point you got to do. And don't you dare try to go back for another certification before you do. (laughs) Okay, I'm talking to you who's listening. Don't you dare before you try and do a little bit. Before we jump into the lightning round, I'd love to know how you manage the dynamic of working with family. So husband, you mentioned your best friend. How do you manage that dynamic? You have to stay in your
3: own lane. And listen, also just have a very built-in understanding that okay. it can get messy, okay? Uh-huh. So, and what I mean by that is... Working with family is like it all being in one pot, right? Mm -hmm. And so we understand, my husband and I, that we talk Sassy Jones a lot everywhere around our kids, date night, dinner table, in the kitchen. It comes up. When we first started to work together, I tried to Mm. like put barriers on that and Uh like, you know, to really build it out the way that I thought it should look. You know, yeah. like, no, we're home. It's five o'clock. Yeah, yeah. We turn <laughs> off. We turn off, you know? We turn and off. I used to try off. to do that too. Yeah. Girls, a joke. You know? So, but I definitely <laughs> tried it. And, you yeah. know, that was way more stressful for me, mm-hmm. trying to keep us in containers, you know, yeah. based on norms. And so, Now we just we're like that one big pot of spaghetti, like Mm -hmm. when we want to talk about it, we just let it out. And that in and of itself brings us joy because we're working on something purposeful together that we're proud of and that feeds us. It is part of our life's purpose. And so we are unique as in where we share that. But also it can't have the takeover spirit. Heck mm-hmm. yeah. It's some days he like he wake up first thing in the morning before he says good morning, he's talking <laughs> about some revenue. Like he, he talking <laughs> about stuff. I'm like, can I brush my teeth? Yes. You know. Yes. And so and you just have to stand up for yourself and just have your boundaries as necessary. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, but I don't judge him for it because I do the same thing on a many a day, you know. Yeah. And so I call it a blessing to be able to be there for one another in that way, you know, as as Mm -hmm. far as family is related. And then my best friend, it's really unique because I'm her boss. That is a very unique dynamic. You know, um, she's a very special person where she doesn't take anything to heart. You Mm -hmm. know, like all the feedback that I give her is pretty succinct. And within Sassy Jones, I'm probably harder on her than I am any other employee.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yep. Yep. So there's not any nepotism or, you know, favoritism or any of that. So, but it's unique. My advice is to make sure that you stay in your lanes in terms mm-hmm. of your tasks, the things that you're responsible for. Okay. That would be one big piece of advice. Like, I can't be doing her marketing strategy calendar. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, the things that I am assigned to do, I will do the things that she's assigned to do, she will do when she needs to seek me out for advice or whatever she will do so. My okay. husband is full on finance, yeah, so what do I look like trying to step into a whole c f o role, you yeah. know and pulling yeah. reports and talking money and this and that and it, right, And so I'm amazing at making money. Mm-hmm. I will never be broke, but I can't keep it. So probably I would be broke if
2: I can you, know? <laughs> you had yeah, me on no, the first like, two lines. No, I, I was like, well, oh, I like that. I am amazing at making money. I, well, wait, what did you say? I to re- rewind this and put that on my wall. I like that. I like that. I'm not that part about not keeping it though. <laughs> yeah, but it's true. Like, you know, it's, it's the truth. I am
3: not amazing at managing money. You know, like mm-hmm. I can manage, I can keep it, but he knows how to proliferate it. You know what I mean? And and that is a, that's
2: a gift.
3: You know, he's held us together in very tough times. Yes,
2: And recognizing strengths, you know, it sounds to me like recognizing strengths is also key. Like not only are we staying in our lane, but mm -hmm. we're recognizing that this is a strength and we should, you know, have this person do what is their strength.
3: Yeah. Even outside of their said role. You know what I mean? Like, just whatever you're amazing at, these are going to be your responsibilities. And that's that, because that brings you joy. So I fully agree with that.
2: All of this was very helpful for me, too. And I hope you guys listening find this to be helpful as well, because I, too... I had that issue, like I said, where I too was trying to make sure we weren't talking about business or anything related to what we're doing entrepreneurially after a certain time, or we're just having us time. And mm-hmm. it was harder. It was actually more problematic because then it's like you're policing what someone can talk about. Even if an idea just pops into their head, they're not trying to like talk about work all the time. It's just, it just pops into their head. And like we are partners in life and business. So we can freely chat and just us spending time together is still spending time together. So that's an important mind shift too. And I think this year and going into next year, what I really want to focus on and I hope you guys do too, is focusing on what things feel like, not what it looks like because society can tell you what is norm. Like what is a norm, like you said, or what you should be doing to separate business and love but if that doesn't feel good, you don't need to focus on doing something because it looks good or because this is what you think it should look like. Do what mm-hmm. feels right and good for you.
3: Girl, you better preach. I love that. <laughs> I mean, that really summarizes, just, yes, what stepping into 2023 and yeah. moving into 2024 needs to feel like. And I think that feel we should be like. led by our yes. feelings because we yes. came out of the era feelings ain't facts you know like don't have <laughs> your feelings um, Flights, I'm taking flights are not feelings. <laughs> feelings are intuitive though
2: feelings are there for a reason they
3: are like and they originate from your gut you know yeah. and so in your gut our stomachs are more developed than our brain believe it or not mm-hmm. right and so it's like if everything originates from here why am I going to suppress that
0: yeah.
3: especially as female It's our guiding life. It's our white post.
2: And so, yeah, I'm letting, I'm I'm biased though, because I'm definitely a feeler. You know how they Mm -hmm. have the Myers Briggs thing? Like, I'm definitely an F. (laughs) So I am uh, (laughs) totally biased, y'all, but still, I love tapping into the feelings. All right. So we are going to jump into the lightning round. Before we do that, one last note on your business. Um, You have always come out the gate being very profitable, right? What was that experience like for you? Like, it just seems like it was like, you know, quickly to millions and then you just keep doubling, tripling that. Um, <laughs> has that been like a shock to the system or was it just something that, oh, you manage it with ease, you know, your husband's doing that and oh, it's, no. it's been easy for you. <laughs> no. I don't know why I keep using easy, right? But what I mean is to me, if, you know, my business is making millions and millions, like I'm like, this is good, I don't see nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So what's the experience been like for you?
3: So let me tell you something. You have Mm -hmm. to always stay hungry. Always. Mm -hmm. So yes, we did scale um, relatively quickly to have been in business um, for 10 years and full time for about seven of those 10, right? So we scaled. 2020 COVID was humongous for us. That's when we Mm -hmm. started to see 10,000% growth and like crazy Mm. things. Right. And the beauty of it is that we were doing the things that we already were doing. We didn't have to change for COVID. We just had a bigger audience because everyone was home. Okay. So we come out of COVID. Right. And you think that that demand is still the same and it is not right. Mm -hmm. It is not the same. And so and I got a little comfortable. You made the comment like, yeah, if you know, in the millions, you know, you're here. And then, I, and I'm like, I felt that way too. And I'm like, oh, I've arrived. I made it, you know, mm-hmm. girl, please. You can lose it just as quick as you made it. If you do not yes. stay hungry, if you yes. do not continue to show up, if you mm-hmm. do not, you know, do everything that you did to get here. Yeah. It's erasable. Yeah, it is right? And so the important thing for me is to find ways that I can sustain this because Mm -hmm. I am going to be going and inventing and creating. That's what I'm going to be doing. But I also know that in doing that, I need to find easier ways, processes, people, you know, to be able to sustain it um, for as long as I want to sustain it. And so- yeah, if that looks like after a sparkle party one day, I turn on reality TV and just chill out for the rest of the day because I'm exhausted, that's yeah. what I'm doing because I've yeah. already done my million dollar activity. You yeah. know what I mean? And everyone else can do their million dollar activities. So, <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. I love it. And you just. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I just love you. Like the way you speak and the things you say are, do people tell you this? Like, first of all, <laughs> you also kind of look like Kenya Moore. Has anyone ever told you that? That you kind of oh, no. look like Kenya. No. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, no. never well, seen the resemblance. So when you said reality TV, <laughs> that it was cracking me up. But, um, one mistake I've made in business is thinking that when things get to a good level, that is always going to be that way and take it for granted that things will shift. Like, Oh, these Facebook ads are working great. Oh, wait a second. No, they're not working anymore. <laughs> what's happening. Mm-hmm. 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 And so when it's good, keep doing more of what's good, you know, to a reasonable level. Don't like burn yourself out. But that is one thing that we have to realize that things are going to change. Like no matter how good it is, they're going to change.
3: Yeah, and you just got to be real good with changing. You got to get real good with that because you're so right. Nothing is ever going to stay the same, and as long as you can continue to like thrive in an environment like that, you're gonna be Gucci. You're gonna be Gucci. Mm
2: -hmm. Oh yeah, working on it, working on thriving in the changes. But now that I know that it's always going to change, it's a little easier, right? (laughs) All right, so now let's jump into the lightning round. You know the deal. Just answer the first thing that comes to mind. Are you ready? Okay, let's go. All right. Number one, um, what's a resource these days that is really helping you in your business that you can share with the Side Hustle Pro audience? Not Google.
3: Not Google. Audible. That's the first thing Audible. I can mind. Ooh, yeah. What do you use um, it, that for? So Audible is where I listen to all my books. You know, mm-hmm. and so from... Oh, what is the dude's name? He is who I'm listening to right now. Uh, oh my God. Adele's what's he, boyfriend. What's it about? Rich Paul. Rich
2: Paul. Oh, Rich Paul. Oh, I had yeah, 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 yeah. to listen to it.
3: Okay. So his book is amazing. That's what I'm listening to right now. And it just really reminds me of the grit, the hustle to like never lose it. You know, like he was yes. from the streets, you know? So it's like things, it reminds me that things could be worse and yes. that like, in my head, I'm always a drug dealer. Like it's, that <laughs> kind of, it's
2: like, it's that kind of
3: hustle. Oh my
2: God, yes. Like,
3: corner boy hustle. Knowing mm-hmm. that somebody is always coming for your spot, i.e., yeah. like, the popo might right be right around the corner. Like, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Like, yeah,
2: paper bag boy. <laughs> like, but it's that, it. it's that yes. level of hustle. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right, number two, who is a fellow Black woman entrepreneur who you would want to switch places with for a day and why? Non celebrity, hate to do it to you, but not a celebrity. No, though. I love that. I love that. Okay.
3: Um, I, the first person that popped in my mind is a um, friend. Her name is uh, Tara Darnley. Tara Darnley? Okay. Yeah, so she owns a, a lock business. Um, Mm -hmm. she, for dreadlocks and she has always been able to ideate a new business. She also had baby products, Mm -hmm. uh, at one point in time. And so I know now she's shifting her model and shifting her life. And I can't wait to see what she does next, but I'm just, I'm standing by for her rise. We -hmm. don't talk frequently. Um, but I texted her maybe like two weeks ago, but I would like to trade places with her because. I've done one thing for a considerable amount of time and she's come up with a few things and executed Mm -hmm. on them and owned Mm -hmm. multiple businesses, you know? Okay. And so I'd like to switch places with her for a day.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Number three, what is a non-negotiable part of your day these days? Oh, my focus time. So Mm -hmm. the first four hours of my work day,
3: my calendar is blocked off. And okay. so that I don't accept any appointments and know anything, right? And so the okay. reason why is because that's the time for me to get my work done. Mm-hmm. And, and then I will accept meetings and things, but it is a non-negotiable as well. okay?
2: Very you know, smart. otherwise, yeah. Otherwise I'll, the day will get swept away. Okay. Um, what is a personal trait or habit that has helped you significantly in business? Consistency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the answer. You definitely display that um and finally last question what is your parting advice for fellow women entrepreneurs who want to be their own boss but are worried about not having a steady paycheck
3: i would say to mm. <laughs> prioritize your own knowing i say this all the time
0: mm.
3: yeah so i know the steady paycheck seems not having it seems very very scary i get that right yeah. But if you figure it out good enough, it otherwise becomes irrelevant, mm. you know? So, but by doing that, in order to get to that place, you really have to shut out all the noise. Yeah. Stop asking people what they think and for their opinion and to run things by them. Mm-hmm. And really prioritize you for you, mm. right? And so, and that looks like clearing out the noise, getting still for me this happens in the morning during my meditation asking me what i really want for myself from myself and giving that to myself that's it you know some days it's just a hug Mm -hmm. you know like whatever it is (laughs) um i make sure that it's me for me and then everyone else gets to come to the party so If you use that mantra, if it's scary for you to leave that predictable paycheck, then it can become less scary because when it's you for you, you can't lose.
2: You for you. That's it right there. That's a perfect note to end on. So, Sharice, where can people connect with you and Sassy Jones after this episode?
3: So, you can find us online at shopsassyjones.com. Uh, we're everywhere on social at shop sassyjones. Definitely subscribe to our Sassy Jones TV
2: on YouTube.
3: And you can find me at Charisse N. Jones on Instagram. I look all forward right. to connecting with you.
2: I look forward to everyone listening to this episode. And definitely um, let Charisse know we sent you. All right. And there you have it. Talk to you next week. Week again, that's sidehustlepro.co/slash newsletter to sign up. Talk to you soon.
0: Planning for your next trip, elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. Plus,
3: instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash press on and use code presson 25 at checkout for 25% off impress manicure and press on
1: falsies. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues